Hey friends, I'm Ashley. Hey you guys, I'm Lainey. And this is Haunted Real Estate. How's your week going? So good. Pretty busy work-wise, but it's been good. And it's nice and cold today. It's not raining anymore. It was raining earlier. Yeah, it was raining here too. But thank God we needed it so bad. So bad. So how do you feel about bridges? (laughs) Sometimes I'd like to throw myself off of one, but... Overall, bridges are great. Great. Fun little architecture to dive into. Great. How do you feel about bridges? Uh, I have a lot of thoughts and opinions about bridges. So I get kind of freaked out, like, crossing bridges. Like, I mean, especially high bridges. But there's something, like, intrinsically spooky to me about trusting that somebody built this structure well enough to handle traffic and the weight of cars. But, like sitting on a bridge in a car in traffic really freaks me out. Yeah. And Casey always brings this up. He gets freaked out because of the scene in Mothman Prophecy where... I was just thinking about that. Yeah. That to me is a famous bridge scene that I think developed a lot of uh, paranoia for people. Um, Yeah. Well, you and I watched uh, Final Destination 5 where that bridge collapsed (laughs) and... Yes. Unfortunately, in the final destinations, you have to watch every each individual death scene on that freaking yes. bridge. So you're like, okay, well, there's now eight new phobias I get to, you know, when I'm sitting on a bridge. Yeah, that's really just what Final Destinations for is phobia building. Oh, it is. It's truly phobia building. Um, like I, I won't go on a outdoor ladder uh, like the first one when he. No, I think it's the second one when he like tries to get out of the fire escape and he falls off off of it and then it just goes straight through his head oh my gosh no nope. <laughs> nope yeah um, i could handle gore a lot more when i was younger than i can these days don't know what it is i don't know well, i think something about it feels real like when you're a teenager you feel invincible and so you're like okay it doesn't it doesn't feel real and then you watch it and i feel like there's a lot more things i'm scared of as adult but then there's a lot fewer things that i'm scared of as an adult you know but like realistically yeah. a bridge could collapse and I you know well I won't go into it somebody could be driving over bridges we're talking about that so I won't say that but <laughs> please I, drive safe everyone <laughs> drive safe I get really high anxiety though like whenever we're driving um like on the Lake Charles bridge that's the really tall one right um I haven't been to Lake Charles in so long I think it is yes okay I could be wrong. And then there was another one right outside of Chicago that just, and I was driving, of course, and so it just like really freaked me out. But, um, and then we have the Houston Ship Channel Bridge that is also really freaky. Oh, I was on that yesterday. Yeah. And they're making it higher, are they not? It feels like it. We have a client over there and I always have to go over and it's, yeah, it's, it's. I don't get as scared as you do. I think it's kind of cool, actually. But no, I like. If I were stuck in 
you know, traffic, butt to butt, I would probably be freaking out. Yeah, like I shrink down in my seat so that I can't see over the side of the bridge, but I'm like just over my steering wheel to see the road. I'm like, I don't need to see the side. I feel like I'm going to be like a magnet to it and I'm just going to drive off for no <laughs> stupid reason. Just, just a magnet. If you look at it, it'll call you into it and suck you out the side of the bridge. Yeah, I just, I don't understand these bridges that have to be like skyscrapers, okay? I don't need it. Yeah. I feel like I'm driving up into heaven. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my fear of heights. And so that's very real for me. Did I ever tell you where oh I thought my, my fear of heights actually came from? No, but I'll never forget you crawling in the space needle like a freak, just freaking out. Okay. It <laughs> you were on your knees. <laughs> it Okay, I don't fully remember all of that. I think I blacked a lot of it out. But I do remember that, you know, because they have the sky deck, which, no thanks. I had no interest in that sky deck or anybody who built it. But I walked past the sky deck, I think to get to the bar. And that guy like slammed his body on it to freak everybody out. And I was like, hell no, I'm done. Like, this isn't okay. Yeah. It's, people <laughs> like that need to be kicked off. No. Yeah, that was a dick move for sure. And they had um, construction going on there too by the elevators. <laughs> yes. What is that? No. Yeah. Um. It's nice. Like I like like I don't like sitting by the window on a plane. I but it's usually takeoff and landing that I don't like. Once you're up in the air, you know I can't really see anything, and so it's not that big of a deal. But I can look out, but I just can't look down. So if I'm in a situation where I can just like all I can see is out, but I it's not like a tall window where I can look down, I don't usually have an issue with it. It's the looking down because I'm like, that's a long way to fall. That's a really long way. Exactly. So I have always had this suspicion that I developed this fear of heights because dad told me a story once that I was two or or younger, okay? Because mom and dad were still married. And I was squirming around while he was holding me. And apparently I leapt out of his arms. And so it like really freaked him out because like we were at the top of the, wait, did I say we were on a Ferris wheel? No, you didn't. I was waiting to see where you were. Sorry. That's a, that's a great story. Let me start over. So dad told me this story of when I was two or under and he took me up on a Ferris wheel. Cause that's, you know, you should take a two-year-old up on a Ferris wheel. And uh, I was squirming and then tried to leap out of his arms. And obviously that freaked him out because I almost plummeted to my death. But I always wondered if like that just implanted somewhere deep, deep inside this fear of heights phobia. Maybe. That just made me sweat though. I can't imagine holding a child and that happening. I would never, ever do that again. But didn't also, didn't you almost drown with dad in the ocean? I feel like I remember the Hawaii story that he told when you almost got swept away. Oh yeah. He did tell that story man you're just a little monkey child talk about the first kid being like your practice kid was there a kid before me you think like geez (laughs) the the incidences that have happened yeah let's not add (laughs) them up right now because no it's just funny because our dad especially then he's still very muscular now but he was deep into bodybuilding in the 80s and 90s or 70s through 90s he's a big guy and you're just like flying out of his hands yeah hey babies are slippery and squirmy it's different very true so the bridge we're talking about today luckily did not collapse okay that was just me pushing my fears on everybody else when we talk about bridges that's where my mind goes so so we're talking about a still standing bridge A still standing bridge, and it's actually not very tall because I 
had the opportunity to walk across it and I was able to do it without having to be on my hands and knees to do it. Oh, good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Start by standing on on little stools to get over the sphere of heights. (laughs) Yes. But this bridge does have a storied history that includes lynching, satanic rituals, red-eyed demon. So without further ado, this is Goatsman Bridge. And this one actually comes at the request of my son, Jack, who really, really wanted us to cover Goatsman Bridge. And I think he saw it on YouTube or something like that. I don't know. But he was like, Mom, you need to cover this bridge. And so Casey and I actually recorded an episode for it. Uh, what was that? Um, like January and now it's October 11th. October 11th right now is when we're recording this. So that, and then the episode became irrelevant because we kept talking about, oh, we're going to go visit in February when we go to a wedding near the Denton area. And then we not only didn't go to it in February. So I was like, well, it, well, we didn't go to it in February and then we didn't post the episode. So then it just became totally irrelevant. Um, but then Casey and I did go visit Goatsman Bridge at the end of August. I think it was like August 28th or 29th. It is a beautiful bridge in the woods now. Uh, we were in Arlington, which is outside of the Fort Worth, Dallas area to see the Metallica concert. We went for their two night concert and we decided that Okay, now we're going to go take a day trip over um, to Denton to visit the old bridge. Is there a Denton, Colorado? There very well could be. I mean, it kind of sounds familiar. I I was wondering in my head, like, when did you and Casey go to Colorado? (laughs) But then you said it's by Dallas, Fort Worth. So I just, again, always discovering a new place in freaking Texas I've never heard of. Well, there's a great website called We Didn't Do It, where I got a lot of information (laughs) from today. We didn't do it. We didn't do it. Oh, I got it. So Goatsman Bridge was originally built in 1884 by the King Iron and Manufacturing Bridge Company, which is very specific to just build bridges, but I have no idea. I don't know who I'd call to build a bridge. But at the time- Definitely a bridge master. Right? A bridge master. Yeah. (laughs) So at the time, it was called the Old Alton Bridge because there was no Goatman yet. So Old Alton Bridge got its name from the abandoned and shuttered town of Alton, which closed between 1850 and 1856. So Alton was already gone by the time they built this bridge, like I said, 1884, but they still named it the Old Alton Bridge. It passed over Hickory Creek, which for those of you unfamiliar is, again, like I said, it's northwest of Dallas and Fort Worth area. And the only remains of Alton is the Hickory Creek Baptist Church, because that church was organized around 1855, and then Alton Cemetery. Otherwise, you wouldn't even know that Alton existed. Uh, Those are the two remaining things from from that time period. Um, Well, I like that they call it the Old Altman Bridge, because I feel like if it was being built down, someone was like, oh, let's go check out the Old Altman Bridge. It it, it reminds me of that skit from, I love the I Love Lucy movie, uh, Long Long Trailer. She's like, turn right here left. Oh my gosh. I'd be like, what's go to the new old Alton Bridge. <laughs> it's not old. It's new. I literally old said old that bridge. to Casey yesterday. Turn right here left. I, I love, love that. that. That's my favorite line. So, and oh, and you're saying Altman? It's Alton, like A-L-T-O-N. Oh, I was combining Goatman. Oh, okay. Sorry. There. I get it. I'm wondering when a goat man appears. Well, I'm getting to it. Uh, so it's an iron truss bridge. 
So it has all the good creepy features that you really want in a haunted bridge. It was used primarily to transfer cattle, then eventually vehicles uh, between the cities of Denton and Copper Canyon over the river. So for about 50 years, it was just a regular bridge like any other. However, local lore says in 1938, things took a very dark turn. So Old Alton Bridge was totally fine for a while, but there are two legends that now are attached to this bridge that gives it its moniker Goatsman Bridge. So both, I live for the legends. Both are, you know, creepy and twisted in their own way. So let's talk about the first legend, and it is the more commonly accepted story. It says that there was a prominent goat farmer named Oscar Washburn, a black man who was successful in raising and selling goats. Um, but he didn't just sell goats. He also sold their meat, cheese, milk, hides. He sold a very high quality product, and he was the guy to go to anything goat related. The guy to goat to? <laughs> yes, he was the the guy to goat too. Good one. It's a good mom joke. Uh, oh no. So he kept a sign up on the bridge uh that like on Old Alton Bridge that said this way to to the goatmans. Obviously like obviously like here's my business like come this way. So he was known okay. very well to the community and he was well liked. The community did purchase from him and by all accounts he was a friendly guy. But there was one group that was not so happy to see that a black man, especially in the South, was having success. And yeah, I, I wonder who that could be. Yeah. So I do want to real quick point out the time period because um, I do think that that is relevant to what happens here. 1938, we were in the Great Depression. I mean, the Great De- Depression didn't start coming to a close until 1939, getting into World War II. So not only is a black man finding success, but he's finding success during the world's worst financial and economic economic crisis. So this group that was very unhappy with him finding, I keep saying success. Now it's like no other words coming to my brain was of course the Ku Klux Klan. Okay. The KKK spreading hate everywhere they go. So their hatefulness led them to take action against Oscar Washburn by violence on a warm night, August, 1938. So the men were driving over the bridge. They turned off their headlights and drove at least one car, but maybe cars across the bridge. And then they broke into his home where Washburn was sleeping along with his wife and kids. They took him by force to the bridge where they wrapped a noose around his neck and threw him over the side of the bridge. But the legend says that when they looked down, it was just a dangling noose. Nobody. It had just disappeared. So And the water was completely undisturbed. There was no splash sound of somebody falling into it and they looked around all sides of the bridge there was nothing floating down the creek golly so we don't know what the bridge looked like back then but if it's over the obviously it's over like the same river you would have heard something it's not like a fast moving creek or river honestly i don't even know the difference it's it's either a big creek or a small river is what i'll say it's not like fast rushing moving water you can barely hear the water even though when we were there it was pretty well it was very quiet so you would have heard a splash yeah so and i mean it's not a it's not a tall bridge but tall enough where you would definitely hear somebody thrown over the side so he was just gone and then obviously upset by this because the kkk was brought these men i should these men of the kkk were looking to see their dirty work so they went to go look for him couldn't find him so they went back to his home and they killed the remaining members of the washburn family 
no, I was going to ask what happened to the wife and kids. Yes, they were killed. Oscar Washburn was never found. So supposedly, <gasps> if you cross the bridge at night, with, now, you can't do this now. I'm just going to be upfront about that. But if you cross the bridge at night without your headlights, like the Klansmen had done, you will be met on the other side by the Goatman, as he became known to the locals. Another variation of the legend says that Washburn's wife is the one that haunts the bridge, seeking revenge on those that killed her family. Um, it says if you sit, and this has been, a, this was a legend for a long time. If you sit on the bridge with your headlights off and you honk the horn three times, you'll start smelling the scent of decaying flesh. Oh. So the bridge was decommissioned in 2001. So you can't drive it. So you can't go and turn off your headlights, um, which is why I was saying you can't, this, this part can't happen. It's not just illegal. It's just, it's closed off. Yeah, it's closed off. So now they have a totally different bridge, not a pretty, a pretty bridge, just a regular overpass now that you can drive over but you will be driving over the old alton bridge or goatsman bridge but there it's in like a big walking path area and that is all gated so you can't drive into that area but you can easily just walk through it so you can walk the bridge but you can't you can't drive it so instead of honking three times because of course people are still going to go test for the goatman they knock three times on the trusses this is an invitation to judgment from the goatsman so if you carry any blood of a clansman, you're not going to like the judgment that you receive. And there's been lots of different reports as to what happened, but there are actually several missing people. So we sometimes don't even know what happens. But there, really? But there have been vacant cars and no owner that claims them or that's so-and-so's car, but they can't find that person. But there have been reports from people that have made it through that include red glowing eyes, shadows, and apparitions uh, when they cross the bridge, especially late at night, which we did not do. I was a daytime person. There's another story that actually predates the bridge itself. So I wonder if maybe both of these things happened and there's just a lot of negative energy in that area that is causing um, some of these weird anomalies to happen. So in eighteen in the 1860s, so 70 years before Oscar Washburn, is that's when his story took place, some Copper Canyon cowboys, which try saying that three times fast. Copper Canyon cowboys. Copper Canyon cowboys. That was two times. That's great. I'm proud of you. Copper Canyon. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Bastard. Oh, Copper Canyon Cowboys. I was saying, I was saying it in the tune of Steven Tyler PJs. Steven Tyler PJs. <sighs> so the Copper Canyon Cowboys um, is a group from the Sierra Madres, a mountain region in Mexico, but close to Texas and New Mexico area. So they were hanging around around these parts in Denton. So we don't know what led up to this happening, but they lynched a man named Jack Kendall, who had been a slave and a goat herder. They lynched him from one of the trees by the river where the bridge stands now. This was witnessed by many slaves. He was probably used as an example, like maybe he was a runaway slave, so they wanted an audience. But when they hung him, instead of just dying, well, okay, let me just about it. So instead of just dying, Jack Kendall's body rose up from the creek bed, supposedly animated by voodoo, as they say, walked up to a goat, ripped its head off, and Ooh. put it on his body to replace his own head that had been ripped off in lynching. Oh my gosh. So... I don't know what happened afterwards, but what I imagine the onlookers were pretty freaked out because that is a scene I cannot imagine witnessing and ever. Oh my away. gosh! No, like if the headless horseman was 
real, then that would be scary as hell. If you saw a goat's head on a human's body, that's probably like his blood keeps dripping off. I'm sure he didn't wait for it to dry and clean it. Just sounds scary. Stuff of nightmares. So... For those crossing the bridge, especially at night, have shared that they can hear hooves galloping behind them, accompanied by a raspy voice that growls, get off the bridge. Others have have reported hearing eerie noises after dark, as well as seeing ghostly apparitions, followed by a herd of goats with... Ghost goats? Wait, a herd of goats? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, are they ghost goats? Okay, let's let's skip over that part. So ghostly apparitions. We're going to um, go with ghost goats. Yeah. So I wasn't able to find an exact count, but according to Only in Your State, since 1967, police have discovered countless abandoned cars and investigated a number of missing persons cases, missing persons cases, where their last known location was that very bridge. So, yeah, like I said, that's the weird thing. Um, And that's why I think a lot of people kind of gravitate towards the first legend because you go there, you knock three times or you honk three times if you were driving and it you're doing that for judgment, right? Of course, people aren't necessarily there because they're, they they want to get judged, but they're there testing what the heck is going on. And yeah. according to the legend, if you have any blood of a Klansman, not that you are one, but you have ancestors that are, we don't know what happens yeah, to them because they're not found. That's so, that's, that sucks for the innocent that, you know, unfortunately their ancestors did. Like, you know, many of us have ancestors that were slave owners. Um, that's just unfortunate. So, yeah, that really sucks that the ancestors are getting killed off now. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, Dead Silence. That sounds so familiar. What? Uh, okay, well, this is going to be a spoiler guy? alert. I'm just going to say it right now. So if you had plans on watching the movie, skip forward. But that's the one with the ventriloquist doll. And it shows up at the guy's house. And then his wife is dead. That's a good one, right? I feel like yeah. I remember that being scary and watching it a couple of times at you uh, and Casey's first house. It's a James Wan movie, okay? And I love James Wan. He's yeah. my, he's my right. one and only. Um, no, he's, he's the only one for you. He's very good at, in the horror at uh, whatever writer director producer of of horror movies so i love him yeah it's a good one so maybe don't go looking for spirits or demons on the bridge uh there have also been reported ritualistic animal sacrifices that have taken place either on the bridge or around the bridge so many ritual and ritual animal sacrifices that according to one of the local police officers nearby pet stores have stopped selling cats because there were so many cats found slaughtered in a ritualistic manner around the area oh my 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 which that's so sad yeah my last story had slaughtered kittens why are the people just slaughtering little felines that's true that's two stories in a row with slaughtered cats unfortunate there's many different theories about goatsman bridge due to the fact that it holds what i imagine is a lot of negative energy there have been rituals and even more rumors that some of these people have made sacrifices that opened up a portal so i kind of imagine it like hellmouth in sunnydale all right which casey and i have been watching buffy the vampire slayer so makes you wonder why people live in sunnydale by the way when i'm watching it it's different watching that show as an adult because i'm like why would you still be there? It sure is different watching as an adult. I don't know. Like, if I think one episode I watched, they went to school the next day after, like, a couple students were murdered. I was like, there's no way school would be open. 
Okay, so I will tell you what I started kind of like rationalizing in my head was that it's like, do you know the town of Derry in It? Oh, yeah. Okay, because that was... So they forget when they get older? Well, not that they forget, but it's like they're like in a... A trance isn't quite the right word, but it's like there's something going on in that town where they're ignoring obvious things, children that are going missing. Like it had an abnormal amount of children that had gone missing, but it's like the whole town was just ignoring that fact. Um, yeah, and they, they put a little spell or... Yeah, there was something because it would be obvious things like you would see grown-ups drive by and the kids were being harmed by whether it be a person or not. What? Yeah, and so like it, it was clear that they were ignoring something. So I'm like, maybe that's really what Sunnydale is. It's like a dairy. Yeah, that would make sense. And they do have some powers, so they probably do kind of like haze over the town so they can be free to crawl in and out of the hellmouth out. Mm-hmm. people going against vampires and monsters yeah i just i still can't imagine living there but you know i guess if i'm in some kind of like trance or something maybe maybe i just wouldn't yeah you, would, you wouldn't know you said you're living it could be happening to you right now and you don't know you well, could be living over home mouth of cyprus good lord i hope not I don't yes. think so. I don't, I'm not getting hell mouth vibes over here. I think your kids would report back pretty quickly. Oh, they and you for would sure would. Them. They for sure would. I mean, Reagan thought this morning that she came to open my bedroom door and then she said that it opened by itself. I'm like, okay, well, I, it didn't. I know it didn't, but they would definitely report to me because any weird thing is always like a ghost or a spirit. Um, That's funny. So some accounts of ghost activity from Goatsman Bridge. Um, one person claimed that they saw a dark figure with horns and glowing red eyes standing on the bridge staring at them. They felt a sudden surge of fear and ran back to their car only to find that the engine wouldn't start. They heard a loud bang on the roof of their car and then saw the figure disappear. Luckily, they managed to get their car started and drove away as fast as they could. Um, another right. another person said that they heard a voice whispering in their ear, I'm the goatman and they turned around and saw nothing but felt a cold breath on their neck they felt Ooh. a sharp pain in their back and realized that they had been scratched by something they ran it they ran to their friends who were waiting on the other side of the bridge and showed them the marks they decided to leave after that no and, shit and then a third person report a third por- person reported that they knocked on the bridge three times at midnight as a part of a dare don't do it you guys you don't need to participate in in the dare if the dare is just stupid so that person they were playing truth or dare or just dare and they heard a loud I don't think we have a ton of listeners that play truth or or maybe not dare anymore I feel like that's a kid thing but I could be wrong that is but I don't hear my kids ever talk about it which I'm kind of glad because I think it just in a group setting you feel like you need to do whatever and I, I don't like that. Oh, for sure. So as a part of the dare, they knocked three times. They heard a loud splash in the water below and then a sinister laugh. They looked over the edge of the bridge and saw a half man, half goat creature swimming towards them. They screamed oh, and ran scary. back to their car, but found that their tires had been slashed. They had to call for help and waited, waited a while till somebody arrived, but they were safe enough to come back and report. And then I have I a- I can't n- imagine seeing a goat man swimming at you. No. I'm good. I seriously, like, you don't know how- how you'd act in these situations would i sit and stare because i'm like this isn't what you know like would i just be conf- or would i just like haul ass not i can't i don't have time to think about it i literally have no idea i don't know if i'm a fight or flight person i feel like i would have a extended pause just like oh, am i seeing this correctly <laughs> i like how you just uh, put your glasses down like you had to look over your glasses <laughs> uh yeah that's a goat man I kinda- okay <laughs> 
I feel like you and I both have delayed responses to a lot of things. There'd be a lot of staring on my part if I, I don't believe what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I feel like I would do that, but I don't know. So in an, uh, this comes from the Travel Channel. So in an episode of Ghost Adventures, The Screaming Room, uh, the crew talked about their time investigating the old bridge. Cinematographer Jay Waisley and his then-wife, Ashley, who served on the groups as the group's still photographer, claimed that they had such a traumatic experience that it permanently affected their marriage. Waisley told, I think it's meaw.com, M-E-E-A-W-W.com, that the, go- that the Goatsman Bridge investigation was a huge factor in their divorce. Waisley wasn't the only one wow. with lasting scars from that day. Aaron Goodwin, another cameraman, was shoved and knocked down by an unforeseen force. Baggins said he was Bilbo? under... Not Bilbo Baggins. There are other Bagginses. Okay. Um, said he was under the direction of a spirit when, when he can be seen on camera choking himself with his own hands as his teammates tried desperately to stop him. Oh my gosh. So I actually didn't read those stories before I went and visited the bridge, but I now feel good about saying I wouldn't go visit the bridge at night. I just wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, um, same. So, as we said, Old Alton Bridge stayed in commission as recently as 2001. So, the bridge was built pretty well. I mean, it did, it lasted for well over 100 years. Um, and it remains a very popular attraction for regular folks and pa- uh, paranormal investigators alike. It's been featured in books like Ghost of Denton and even seen on TV on BuzzFeed, Unsolved, Supernatural, and Ghost Adventures. So, okay. even though it attracts people still for, for the locals, it doesn't seem like they totally buy into it, Ghosts of Denton author Shelley Tucker spends her days giving tours of the area and educating those who are interested. However, according to Tucker's research into Denton's local lore, there was no person named Oscar Washburn living in the area around the time of his alleged murder, nor were there any reports of lynching. But there were likely cases of lynching that went unreported during the violent era of Jim Crow in the area. So the name I would totally say they wouldn't be reported and yeah. do I don't know if this sounds insensitive or just stupid of me, but do were black families reported back then? Like, were they? I mean, that's hard to say. Because I feel like they're treated as less than, so I don't know if they would be documented. Yeah. I think that's wrong, but I don't. I right. don't know if that's how it was. No, and I mean it's 1938, so there there was a lot more reporting in 1938, but I honestly yeah. don't know, or if names were changed just to kind of like disassociate a little bit. Okay, yeah. Um, but it's been local legend for a very long time. So I think that there's truth to it. Um, I do too. So even though Oscar Washburn is not a name that you're going to find over there, if you like went to go do do some research on it, I mean, people do either change names, like I said, to kind of disassociate or we attach names to stories to help us feel like we know them. So something could have happened to a black man and they named him Oscar Washburn for the sake of the story. Maybe his name was Oscar Meyer and they changed it for the sake of the hot dogs i don't think so (laughs) but i love your childlike mind to go there thank you so ultimately this seems like something that you could go check out yourself and if you're brave or stupid go knock three times on the bridge which i did not casey and i both did not do that i am not a person that can ever tempt the supernatural i feel like i don't do anything three times like i <laughs> never did bloody mary no i i, I mean feel I like did there's do another it, one but i deeply regret it like i would never yeah. do that today no but 
because I just, I'm of the mindset, like once you invite something in, it's not as easy to make it go away. So, but I did pray while I was at the bridge. I prayed for the spirits, whether they're angry or not, to just find peace. That's Um, really sweet. And lastly, it was added to the U.S. National Park Service National Register of Historic Places in 1988. There was just a weird popping sound behind me. I did not like that. Kind of heard it. That's weird. Okay. Are we ready for arbitrary anecdotes? Yes. So we said Denton was near the Fort Worth area. Fort Worth Zoo is one of the top five zoos in all of the United States. And the zoo is actually haunted. Um, Ooh. They have even hosted sleepovers at the zoo so people can experience experience the spookiness uh one of the well that's kind of fun and i don't even like zoos i think they're wrong but that's pretty cool it's haunted and they do sleepovers Yes. So one of the hauntings is by a formal, former animal trainer that unfortunately was crushed by one of the elephants in 1987. And so oh. there's a apparition often seen near the elephant and zebra exhibits. And there wow. is another regular spirit seen. She's She's a woman in white. It's always a woman in white. For real. But she appears in what they say is 1800s clothing, and no one knows who she is, but she can be seen pacing near the zoo cafe. Dang, all these women in white are so brave to just be wearing white. Like, you weren't worried about spilling food on you before you died? Well, maybe they didn't die in white. I'm wearing, you know what? I'm going to wear white when I die because I'm done spilling stuff on myself. (laughs) Okay. I think that's the time to wear white. Now I need to wear patterns or colors to not show all my spills. Oh, you're so classy. So another spooky place to visit if you're in that area is Hell's Gate at River Legacy Park in Arlington. Because why wouldn't you go visit a place called Hell's Gate? Yeah. Um, It's a swampy area with a lot of overhanging trees. There are trails in the area that have seen many deaths. Um, At the end of the dirt trail, there's a big mound where... Bodies? No, ma'am. I don't... (laughs) Actually, I say that. It's a dirt mound. I don't know what's under it. Okay, so there's the mound. There were a bunch of spies from the Union Army that were captured and executed, and there are a lot of tormented spirits there. There's a lot of reports of disembodied voices, crying, and even prayers of men and women that probably saw that as their last place, and when they were caught, they were probably praying were some of their last words. Um, I would start crying uncontrollably if I heard prayers. Yeah. Like, disembodied voices is one thing, but if you hear people praying that are dead and it's just really spooky to think that like those trees some of them were like the last things that people saw before they were hanged so yeah sounds like a really eerie place that i have not visited i don't know if i want to i really don't know how i would um, handle that emotionally i feel like i would get super emotional no i i agree there are some very heavy places that I would like to go visit, but I I can't, I can't even fathom like the emotional reaction, but due to just kind of the way my mind works, I think if I'm there, it's hard for me to fathom all the experiences that were there, but I very much respect. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I I really freak out about going to most haunted places because I have been dubbed an empath and I do feel like I absorb the emotions of other people. So I really worry that I'm going to like feel something I don't want to feel or like just, which would be like extreme pain and sadness. Yeah. I feel like that's a place that that would happen. Yeah. 
I mean, I've had friends visit Auschwitz and it's, it's oh. interesting to hear the different people that they see and just kind of different people's reactions. I mean, there's people that are taking selfies and they think it's funny, which at the very least, please like, respect the, respect where you are yeah. and what happened there. That's not a place to go joking around. No. But that is you a can place. take a picture with you and your friends, but not laugh and be disrespectful yeah I, so many people were tortured there yeah I, you know and there's there's times where we like take pictures of ourselves in certain places where you're like is this appropriate like okay example when we were in, no oh don't even bring that up that was weird family picture at a funeral not not by us but that was weird no when we did go when we went in february for the wedding the first time we said we were going to go to goatsman bridge and didn't uh we did go on a jfk tour and so he had us take a picture on the spot where he was shot and all four of us were like is this respectful is this okay like i it just feels like a weird thing like i'll take a picture because they have a big x in the road now and so like Uh i'll take a picture of the x but a picture and i i mean we have the picture because the tour guide was like stand right here i'm gonna get a picture and you're like and we all all four of us were like don't smile like because that feels weird like it's just it's it's a weird thing yeah like a standing here where someone was assassinated Jeez. Yeah, I just, it, it's such, it, it's weird. And I don't know, I, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't need, yeah, I can barely talk right now because I don't know how to feel about it. Oh, um, well, yeah, you wouldn't have done that on your own, but a tour guide's like, yeah, just stay, yeah, just stay there. Stay, yeah, let me take a picture. Just come on, guys, stand there. Like, all of us okay. felt so weird about it afterwards. Like, uh, it, was that okay? I don't know if that was okay, but none of us smiled. We just kind of were like, you know, hey, arms around each other, and here we are. Also, it was in the middle of the road. We had to wait for a red light like it was all weird but also the, other people are seeing you do it oh sure, god for i sure. would feel so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah well uh, i will say there were a lot of people doing because uh, there are a lot of tours going on over there but it's also an active road so people are also driving there but the tour gotcha. the tour guide was really good i mean it was super interesting and we got there late and he waited on us and we actually found him through airbnb but he knew a lot so i was impressed with it but that portion taking a picture where he was assassinated like i'm not posting that that's weird that's gonna live in my yeah. phone because it's like i don't want to delete it either because you made me do it so now it's there and it's documented but i'm not sharing that with anybody because it just feels it feels like i'm being disrespectful yeah. to jfk may he rest in peace yeah you didn't even show me that picture yeah because hearing it, about it right now <laughs> <laughs> i'll i'll let you see it that's fine um, no, i don't know if i want to that feels disrespectful too I know. But, show but like we want to visit these places because like a major historical event happened there. So I do think it's worth visiting and learning about and just like, you know, you're there. You're in it. And like we saw well, yeah. the school book depository, you know, you see the grassy knoll. and I mean, you just see everything that you hear about. Like you're standing there and you see it. And that I mean, that is kind of amazing and I don't mean amazing in like you know it's just like so amazing like not like that but amazing amazing in the sense that like something crazy happened here and like now you're standing here no that's that's what's awesome about travel and tours and stuff like that because you hear about it and you read about it growing up and then you're finally like standing where they stood mm-hmm. or died you never know but we're going on a tour soon and i believe we were told to expect to take photos so that we would know if we saw orbs and stuff yep we're going oh. on a haunted tour on saturday so stay tuned for that so we have a lot coming up so stick with us we will see you next week we have we 
have a lot of things coming up. We have the Snedeker house and then we will be going over. Um, I will do a, I'm doing a Scotland episode. So we will be talking about um, Scottish witches and kind of I'm, I'm still working on that one. So I don't want to talk about what it's about because I'm still kind of making it happen. So if you haven't already, please go follow us on Instagram at haunted.real.estate. And we would also so much appreciate if you would rate and review us on whatever your preferred podcast platform is. Hopefully you didn't hate us. So if you- Some ha- people do. Some <laughs> some people do. And I get, I get that. We're not for everybody. But if you like us, go rate and review us. Tell me you like me. Tell me you like me. Um, so if you'd like to just, if you want to send us a recommendation, you can all, you can do that through Instagram. If you'd like to private message us and people have done that. And thank you for doing that. You can also send us an email at haunted pod at gmail.com. That's haunted pod at gmail.com. And, um, if, you were feeling generous and you wanted to donate to the show. Um, we do have a Venmo and it is at Haunted RE. That's it. And you'll see our same cover page that we usually use. And if you do that, definitely leave us a property that you'd like us to cover or just tell us where you're from and we will find a property and make sure to cover it and throw some love your way. And lastly, if you are looking for an agent in the Houston market, give myself or my husband, Casey, who's also my partner, a try. Um, We'd be honored to assist you in your home buying or selling needs. Go ahead and just, so I don't give you too much information, just go ahead and email us at hauntedrepod at gmail.com and we will get you to the right place. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. 